0: Hello everyone, welcome back and thank you for joining us on the Live and Real with Glover U podcast, where every week Jeff Glover and his coaches dive deep into questions that you are asking. They understand the challenges you're facing on a day-to-day basis and still work every day on the front lines of real estate with Jeff and his team closing over 1,000 homes per year. In this episode, we're joined by Kate Simon to cover a very important topic, people development. Now, let's hear from Jeff and Kate. All right,
1: welcome everybody. We're here for another great sizzling summer webinar. And today we're talking the keys to growing your real estate company with the director of coach development at Lover You, the Kate Simon. And in a moment here, we're gonna bring Tate into the room. But before we do that, I wanna make sure that everyone's got their workbook handy. So let's make sure everyone's got their workbook. It was sent to you, and they will also drop that in the chat. So if we can get that dropped in the chat so everyone's got that. Get that printed off because there's a couple things in here specifically that we cover with this. So get your uh, workbook printed off because you're gonna need that. There it is in the chat. Go ahead and grab it if you didn't get a chance to do so. And there's a few things in here that I want to cover. Specifically, there's also some good resources, which for those of you that maybe haven't been on with us before, it might be the first time that you're watching a Glover U webinar. Perhaps, you know, you have no idea what free resources that we have at your disposal. On page, uh, let me see, one, two, three, four of your workbook. I got a whole list of free resources that you can use as leaders in the industry. You can use these with your salespeople. You can use these as training topics, you know, sales meeting topics. Take advantage of these free resources because there are tons of them for you to take advantage of. There's a couple free resources that... People tell me they get the most value from that I wanna make sure you are using at a high level and taking advantage of. And I'm gonna give those to you for free. The first one is the Unreal Life Magazine. We produce about 55,000 copies of these and we send them out to real estate brokers, owners, team leaders, and agents across North America. I am fine with and willing to and excited about giving you and your agents each a copy of this. But how do you get your hands on it? I'm gonna share with you how to do so So for those of you that are not familiar, you've never seen, what is this Unreal Life magazine? Well, first of all, it's 80, 90 pages of real estate sales, business, marketing, different ideas that you can use, again, in building your team and building your brokerage and also in doing training with your agents. Leverage us. Take advantage of this free resource. So how you get your hands on it is super simple. Just go ahead and open up your Facebook app and your phone. Go ahead and open up your Facebook app. I'm going to show you how to get your hands on a free subscription. Again, 55,000 copies of these go out to agents across the U.S. and Canada. Open up your Facebook app, and in the right-hand corner, there's a little magnifying glass, and that magnifying glass is the search function. You're going to search Glover space, the letter U, space, inner circle, Glover U inner circle. All right, there it is. They put it in the chat for you so you can find that when you get your, when you go to the Facebook group, it's going to ask if you'd like to subscribe to our quarterly publication. That's a physical magazine that we're going to mail to you. So don't put your email address in there because it's going to be dropped in the mail and be sent your way. So take advantage of that. It's a free subscription on me. All right. By the way, if you're already in the inner circle, I just finished up our, one of our last tour stops. I'm reporting to you from live from Kalamazoo, Michigan today. Somebody came up to me on the break and said, Jeff, I am in your Facebook group, but I don't get your subscription. How do I subscribe? There is a workaround. I'll give you the way to do that. You go to glovery.com forward slash MAG, glovery.com forward slash MAG to take advantage of that free subscription. Okay, the second resource I want to share with you, and some of you may already receive it. So if you already receive this, then you might want to write this down because you can share this with your agents because I'm going to gift this to you for free. Again, if you got your hands on the workbook, there's like, I don't know, three, three, six, nine different resources in the workbook. So take advantage of those. I'm only going to touch base on a couple right now because I want to get into our content today. The second resource that is the most, one of the most popular resources, we've got about 18,000 agents today on this resource, and that's the daily text message. Monday through Friday, I write a message to help you and your agents succeed every day, Monday through Friday. And so what I'm going to recommend you do, if you'd like to subscribe for for free, you can. You just text the word morning to 55444. So get out your cell phones, open up your text message. If this is the first time you're on, text the word morning. The phone number is 55444. And in the body of the message, just type morning, hit send, and you're all set. Now, if you're already receiving the daily texts, what you can do is just write that down and share with your agents so they can take advantage of it. Every day I have a different tactic. Sometimes it's a sales skill. Sometimes it's a script. Sometimes it's, um, you know, social media tactic, just things that are very tactical uh, and inspirational to succeeding in real estate today. So we don't want to take a ton of time on free resources because we've got a lot of content to get to. You got the workbook, you got them in there, you can find them. Now, what I do want to see because I know we've got a lot of leaders brokers, team owners. We got people on from us and we also have aspiring leaders, team owners, brokers, owners. I want to see where everyone's chiming in from. So go ahead and throw down in the chat. I want to see where you're joining us today. Give me your city and state. And if you're a first timer, add that in there too. City and state first timer and make sure you change your chat setting to everyone. All right, right now it's defaulted to hosts and panelists. Change that to everyone. I want to see where you're joining us from. All right, all the way from Arizona, Rhode Island, first timer. Awesome. Thank you for being on. Duke, I'm right down the street from you in Kalamazoo today. Duke, Grand Rapids, Michigan in the house. A lot of Florida, Boston, Miami, Columbus, Ohio, Traverse City. We'll see you in a few weeks, Traverse City. Awesome. Great to see everyone. Thanks for joining us today. And I'm excited about this topic, the keys to growing your real estate company. Think like a producer, act like a leader, because we're joined by the person that has been around our environment as it relates to our coaches, the growth of Glover U, but also our real estate team from day one. I mean, honestly, I think at the time when Kate started, we had maybe five agents, six agents, and maybe one or two ISAs. So she witnessed through the years the growth of our organization and things we did right, things that failed on us and things that we are doing now to move forward in this new market. So I'm excited to have Kate Simon on with us today. And she's going to share based on her observation of peeking under the hood of the way we operate and also some of the best clients in the Glover U system, the best brokers, the best owners, the team leaders. I mean, we have clients that have, you know, upwards near three, 4,000 agents in their brokerages. So she's got a chance to peek under the hood of some of the best of the best. And that's why I picked Kate today's session. So welcome, Kate. Thanks for being here.
0: Thanks so much, Jeff. Can you confirm that you can hear me? Yes. Fantastic. Okay, then we'll get right in. And so one of the observations I want to share based on what Jeff said is, yes, I have had the unique opportunity to work with Jeff from when the brokerage started to what we are today, as well as all of the different companies that he runs. And there's an observation that I have of all of the good lessons, all of the wins, all of the tough losses over time. And that's that the lesson is that it has less to do with what CRM he used, what plan he put in place, what split, what you know, company and brokerage he was attached to. And it had everything to do with how Jeff has shown up as a leader in my life. So for those of you who uh, don't have a lot of background knowledge, I started with Jeff when I was 19 years old. Like he said one of the first ISAs. and and when I say I was green, I, I don't even know if you could call it green yet. I wasn't even planted in the ground and and for another day, there's a lot of fun stories about what that looked like. and And when we talk about people development, I didn't have a background working with anybody else. I didn't have a preconceived notion. and so, Who I am today as it results or as it relates to leading others, leading coaches is a direct reflection of the leadership that I've gotten from Jeff. Now, yes, there's a stint that I worked out in California by myself, but I didn't have a leader. In fact, Jeff remembers I was calling him from parking lots, you know, in a different time zone saying, hey, what should I do here? And he had five minutes between appointments where he could help guide me with that. And so um, I want to make sure you guys understand that it doesn't matter the, the decisions of your that you're making with your brokerage on whether it's failing here, growing here, we can continue to develop our people and continue to retain our people so long as we're continuing to develop them, which is essentially the topic we're going to talk about today. So I'm going to get really deep on the topic of developing the skills to develop others. But first, I want to share with you guys where this fits in organizational growth. So when we're thinking about growing a brokerage, growing a team, growing anything, there's really a couple key pillars we look at to determine where does the growth need to happen. So um first and foremost we look at systems right what systems do we have in place in order to grow the brokerage and to hit the goal so we can evaluate the systems which we're not going to do on today's call but again we do in salesperson to ceo and one-on-one coaching um we also look at is this person the right fit right so that's hiring re- you know hiring retention all of those things as well also salesperson to ceo that's your class for that um and last but not least we also look at people development right what is your people development plan What is your people development resume? Who are you meeting with? When are you meeting with them? And what are you doing to pull out the best in those people? So when Jeff's evaluating a client, when Kathy's evaluating a client, when I'm evaluating a client, I'm looking at those pillars to how to move the business forward. What are your systems? What tools do you have? How are you developing your people? So we're going to go deep in people development today. Sound good?
1: Yes. Love it.
0: Awesome. So, um, One of the phrases that we talk about all the time here is people are gonna join your organization for what they get. People are gonna join your organization for what they get and they're gonna stay with you for who they become. Okay, so you're gonna get them in the door with your value proposition on what kind of leads they get, what kind of value prop they get, what kind of training they get. But ultimately, once they're hitting the bare minimum and once they're even hitting their standards or exceeding their standards, they're gonna have a question in their mind. And the question I promise you is this, What do I get for everything that I pay here? What do I get for my commitment to this team? And what's the trade off for another team leader's name being on the sign versus my own? Mm -hmm. And they're going to start asking themselves is it worth the price? Mm -hmm. Is it worth the cost? Right. And once we're meeting their financial needs, once their life is going well, we have to start raising our own leadership lid and ask ourselves, you know, here's a talented person. I don't have to pour a lot into them or I haven't been pouring a lot into them in order for them to hit their production goals. What do I now need to do to make it so that they would never want to leave my company and never want to leave my presence? And so those are the questions I want you guys as leaders to start thinking about. But before we get into that, I want you guys to on.
1: I just want to say one thing on what you just said. Uh, There's a key point in that. And that is people in the industry today, leaders and brokers in the industry today, don't expect- that their agents could stay with them for life. They don't expect that this is gonna be a lifelong um, partnership or a lifelong path that that we're gonna be working together. And I actually think that's one of the biggest flaws in the brokerage and team space. Now, having said that, I'll never forget one of my first leadership coaches ever said, Jeff, agents come, agents go, it's the business, don't take it personal, it's always gonna happen. That's fine. Agents come, agents go. I can get right with that. And listen, you pour into people. You can't help but not take it personal sometimes. It's just you're human, right? Uh, I would question if you never took anything personally, actually. However, why can't we have the expectation as a brokerage, as a team, that when I bring you in, I'm going to put a plan together to succeed with you together, hand in hand, for life? Why can't we take that approach? Because so many people think, well, you know, I know if I join a team, it's gonna be a couple of years, I'm gonna spread my wings and go on my own. And so, you know, we're gonna be okay with agents doing And by the way, we support agents who do that too. But at the end of the day, why not start thinking about what it would look like for them to be with you for life and make that the expectation.
0: One of the things that Jeff said years ago, and it's something I'll never forget, is when he was sharing the state of the company with uh, internally with Glover Agency, he his he said his goal will always be if he ever reaches a point where an agent has to look outside for a solution for their growth, he would be the one to raise his lid and make that happen. And then that always stuck with me. And you know, as a as a leader who works closely with Jeff, my thought was, okay, great. I can trust that if I ever feel like I've reached my ceiling, I know that Jeff is gonna see that and he's gonna throw the hat over. And sometimes he throws the hat over multiple times and it's hard for me to keep keep up. But I promise you what, for talent to have to keep up with their leader is a long-term retention tool because they never feel like they've made it. Right. And so I want you guys to be thinking of development for a section for a, a moment in two different sections. The, the baseline development is developing to a minimum standard okay so when you have a team you have to develop people to a minimum standard and this often looks like sales skills training morning schedule what what tools do you have to develop them to hit the 18 to 24 deals a year that becomes their minimum standard okay we're not going to talk about that today but understand that that's like phase one of people development is their sales skills okay once you have people hitting their minimum standard, Now we have to develop them to their unreal life. Now we have to start asking questions of, hey, Kate, you know, you're hitting your 30 deals a year to, you know, be top on the team. Let's talk about some of the, the life goals that you have. Let's talk about, you know, what you want outside of the company. Okay. And so it's really important that we remember as leaders that while the company and the team we're running, it might be our whole entire life. It is only one piece of the pie of somebody else's life right, And so when we're talking to the people in our world, one of the most important perspectives that we need to step into. Is make sure that we understand, first and foremost, how does the job, how does the organization, how does their role with this company fit in with their life, not how does their production or their role fit in with our goals. Does that make sense, everybody? In the chat, say yes if you agree. Say, say I have no idea what you're saying if you don't know, and I'll clarify mm-hmm. that. But it's really important to understand that we're talking their vantage point, not what they can do for us. So number one, let's put that hat on for a second. Yeah. So develop to a minimum standard, develop to the unreal life. So we're going to talk today about developing to the unreal life and what that looks like when it comes to talent retention. But before we do that, I want to just share with you guys a couple of thoughts on like why do we why should we care to develop people right if you're a high d and you're focused on production and you've got maybe somebody who's a little bit more sensitive on the team and you're like hey I showed you how to take a listing. Here's your value prop. Go knock some doors. If not, get out of here. Right? It can be very tempting as a as a somebody who wants to go fast to say keep up or get off. Right? But we need to talk about what's the value in slowing down and connecting with your people. Right? We've all heard the saying: If you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Right? I'm talking to that when I say this. So here's a couple key benefits. If you're not already sold on this, on why we need to be more invested in pouring into our people. So number one higher ROI on the money you spend on talent. Higher return on investment on the money you spend on talent. So first of all there's a couple of reasons for this. You can either get more out of the current role that they're doing, right? By, you know, pulling extra hours, you know, on saying, "Oh, gosh, I don't I don't mind hopping on, you know, a call late at night because hey, I feel like my cup is full here, right?" Or um, you know, an- another way to look at ROI on the money you spend on that talent We should all know that per role, per salary in our company, there's an average life expectancy of the role. Now, of course, in Jeff's mind, everybody should be with you forever. And that's a fantastic goal to have, but here's what I'll challenge you. You have an average life expectancy of an agent. You have an average life expectancy of talent on your team before you turn them over, right? We have an average life expectancy of our coaching clients. I'm going to challenge you guys right now to have a goal to retain somebody for 18 months longer than your longest person right now through the tactics of people development, right? So when we're talking about higher return on investment on the money you spend on talent, we're also talking about the money and the time it takes to turn over talent as well. And so if you can maintain talent rather than losing that person because you don't take the time to connect and then you have to go rehire them, understand that depending on the role it could take 30 months or it could take 30 days to replace them. It could take three months to replace them. It could take 12 to 18 months, depending on the level of the role. So don't miss that there's an ROI on keeping somebody in your world versus going out and having to start over. What that ROI is, is going to depend on the impact of that role and where they land in your organization. So that's number one, higher ROI on the money you spend on that talent. Number two, improve culture. Here's what I mean about improving culture, right? So When when everybody's at the water cooler and oh my gosh we haven't seen Jeff in in 30 days holy crap he's in Kalamazoo today are we ever gonna see him again he's going to the retreat when the conversations are happening around the water cooler but I just got off a conversation with Jeff where he says hey Kate you know I heard you're going on vacation or how's that going or hey Kate talk to me about what challenges you're having in your world I'm the person who's gonna say yeah you know he's really busy but gosh he's doing a great job on the road and oh yeah we just had a great call today. Right. If, if a person in the organization is not feeling the love and somebody else is like, oh, gosh, I haven't seen my leader in a while. Or what does this look like? You have you you have a tendency where they're going to chime in on that and say, yeah, you know what? I didn't notice that before, but I feel that, too. So it's it's culture insurance when you're loving on your key people now. You might be thinking, Kate, I run an organization of 100 people. How the heck am I supposed to pour into them weekly? We'll get into that in a moment. But really what your org chart should look like at this point is you have five key people that lead other people in your organization. Make sure that you're loving on your five key people so that they can turn around and love on the 25, 30, or 50 people in your organization that they impact. Okay? So make sure you understand who those people are. It's
1: not just love. It's sharing the vision over and over and over because the vision becomes a little bit of a, a, the vision is like, the vision is the, the, the antidote, right? Like it's, it's the, it's the, it's the solution for the, well, this, and what is this? Why, why are we doing this? Company policy, this, I don't like this change. Where's Jeff? right? The vision is, oh yeah, but I guess you're right. We're on this journey together. We're going here, we're going places, right? Like it's, it's, it's the love and the transcending of the vision through the, through the people
0: it's the transcending of the vision and it's also transcending the vision through a level of transparency. Now there was a there was a period of time early on where I would sit with Jeff this is back at the Plymouth office and I would say, "Hey, you know, what about this? What about that?" And and he would sit across from me and uh you know, kind of shuffle the P&L and say, "Well, Kate, hey, you know, here's where we're at with this, here's where we're at with this, these are where the numbers need to look." And so whether or not anything was executed on my thought or idea was irrelevant to the fact that Jeff Felt like he could trust me and put his arms around me in the organization to say, Hey, we're in this together. Let's move forward together. And so, when we're having these conversations with our people, of course, there's a level of transparency that we can have with our people and not have with our people, but make sure that you're sharing with them not just the vision, but the path to the vision so that they can understand a little bit behind why you make the decisions the way that you do. Now, when you're pouring into your people and specifically your leaders this way, When we're talking about legacy leadership, which is something that I I shared in my Facebook post today, now we're not talking about one leader sharing the vision. We're talking about a leader who shares the vision with leaders who turns around and shares the vision, right? And so what that looks like with my role at this point is, you know, I report to Kathy and Jeff and I have coaches that I work in partnership with who have clients who work in partnership with them. If there's ever a question about, hey, you know, I'm curious, why did we do something this way versus that way? Jeff's not the one getting that question. I'm the one getting that question. And because I believe that vision so strongly, I can repeat it back to them in the same way that Jeff repeated it to me because I believe in it, right? So it's important to take the time to slow down and make sure that your key people understand that vision so that they can turn around and lead the people so that that doesn't come up the organization chart to you, right? So efficiently, so essentially, you you have to slow down to speed up if that makes sense. Okay, so I'm going to go through two two other things here on why to develop people, and then we're going to get into the actual soft skills here of developing other people. Okay, so we I, I talked about strengthening retention. Right, when I feel like somebody cares, when I feel like they're 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 throwing their leadership hat over the fence for me, there might be a more attractive split on the other side, or there might be a higher. Um, what I call as vanity title or higher pay on the other side. But are they going to care about me to the same level that I feel like my leader cares about me? Are they going to have the conversations about what's important to my world, not just what's important to their bottom line, right? So there's retention there. Um, improve recruitment. Believe it or not, your people and how they're succeeding is a recruitment tool. And if you don't think so, I promise you whatever agents you're meeting with in the next week are going to take time to go on social media to scan who the heck has this person developed in the past and what is their track record with people succeeding. So what I like to do is I call this the people development resume, right? We get people all the time that say, hey, Kay, I want to be a coach. I want to join. I want to be a coach. I can help so many people on the planet. Listen, helping people is only the baseline requirement for being a leader, having the tools and the knowledge on how to help them and develop them and move the needle is the other thing. So when we're talking to potential coaches and they say, Hey, Kate, I want to be a coach. A question we ask them is who have you developed? How have you developed them? Where did they start? Where did they finish? Right. So if you, if you recruit a top producer and they're selling 50 deals a year, and then in two years, they're still selling 50 deals a year, but nothing's changed about their time. Nothing's changed about how they're spending their money. Did you develop that person or are they just in partnership with you at your brokerage? Right now, if you take a brand new agent who's selling five deals a year, and now they're selling 15, 25, 35, 45, you can put them on your people development resume. And so here's an assignment for all of you who are either in the recruitment business or the talent attraction business. You should be regularly talking about the people you're developing and the successes they're having just as much as you're talking about the houses that you're selling. Because I promise you, when people interview with your organization or they're making a decision on whether they want to stay in partnership with you, they're paying attention either consciously or subconsciously to the people in your world that you're developing. Okay. Hold on.
1: I'm going to pause you right there because we need to hear that again. You should be putting as much time and effort into sharing success stories of people that report to you or that you've impacted and ways you've impacted their life and not just sales and, and income. Everybody wants to focus on trophies and sales and income. What kind of life are they living? What kind of home do they live in? What kind of vacations are they taking? What kind of time are they getting back with their family? Spend more, just as much time, if not more, focusing on that versus your next listing or your newest listing, which by the way, hey, I, I do want to say there is value in sharing that you're in production. There is value. I mean, that's why we gave it the subtitle. Think like a producer, act like a leader, because people do want to be in business who, with people who are accomplishing similar things that they want to accomplish. So don't get me wrong. Don't automatically shift from not doing anything relation to sales and all of your success stories. Do a healthy mix of both so people can see, oh yeah, this person can train me on how to produce and they can help me live the life I want to live. That's the best of both
0: worlds absolutely. And so one of the easiest ways to do this and once now I now that I'm going to share this with you guys, you guys are going to start paying attention to it, but we're we're very vocal in our group coaches chat about who's winning in your schedule and how can we showcase them? What did they do? What did they implement that we can showcase? Oh gosh, you know, Mike, he's taking his 12th listing this month and this is the best month he's ever had. Great. My my homework assignment to the coach was Go make a Facebook post about that because here's what's going to happen. You're going to elevate your coaching client. They're going to feel good. They're going to feel excited and we're going to show them love. But also what you're inadvertently telling your audience is that, wow, so-and-so must be a great coach if their client is succeeding that way. Wow, Jeff must be a great broker if you know his agents are having this much success, right? So it's, it's, it, it serves multiple purposes and you guys have to be conscientious about building your people development resume. And so when you're sitting down with a recruit or you're sitting down with somebody that wants to join your team and, and they say to you, well, gosh, Jeff, you know, you're, you work 80 hours a week and you got a bunch of young kids on the team that only want to work 80 hours a week. He can say, no, I don't. I've got a team of moms, I've got a mom in leadership who, you know, is able to spend her evenings and weekends with family and like, here's the path, here's what that looks like. But you need to be showcasing that if you want to make sure that you can recruit and retain to that, right? So just like in real estate, if you want to be a luxury agent, you're showcasing luxury listings. If you want to be the leader who's known to develop people and have people in their tenure for a long long period of time, we need to be talking about that and showcasing that, right? So there is uh, recruitment in that as well as retention right? And the last thing on here on why do we need to develop others, it's, it's the ultimate leverage, right? Everybody's focused on what CRM they need to have or, or what virtual assistant they need to have. If we can slow down to connect with people to develop them, the amount of leverage and time back you get from that is, is significantly higher. And Jeff could probably speak to this than anywhere else. As you guys see, Jeff just got off stage. He's touring in Kalamazoo. He is moving the mission forward with impacting the lives of millions. I'm here in Birmingham. I've talked to a bunch of coaching clients today. I've got all of our coaches on my schedule tomorrow. Taylor, gosh, I don't know where she is, but she's doing the same thing for her mission in another office. Jeff has no idea what I'm doing today or this week. He has no idea what Taylor's doing this week, but he spends enough time developing us so that he trusts that whatever we're doing is moving the mission forward so that he can go out and and hold the torch for, for what he's doing. Does that make sense? It does, Kate. And and actually, I want to more so comment
1: on something that I want everyone to write down from the last point. And, and, and you articulated it so well, and I'm not going to repeat it the way you said it, but I'm going to say it in the way I heard it. And, and write this down, please. That is, your team will attract, retain, and take the identity of you or the people you spotlight. Your team will attract, retain, and create an identity or become, you know, become known, like, for instance, that she gave this example of, you know, a bunch of teenagers, 20 year olds working, working 60 70 hours a week. That is how we started. I didn't know any better until I recognized, well, wait a minute, if I want to attract more producers, I need to create an environment where moms feel safe, where dads feel safe, where we're older feel safe, where younger feel safe, and I need to actually go out and, and and intentionally find people that fit those boxes and then turn them into success stories and spotlight their success, highlight their success, because now you're more likely to attract, I mean, let's be honest, for those of you involved in recruiting, and that should be most of you, if you're, if you're responsible for growing a team or brokerage, you better believe they are researching that they are going to your website, they're looking at your roster, they're looking them up on Facebook, they want to see who they're going to be sitting next to in a sales meeting. Mm -hmm. So think about that when it comes to your reputation on social media and your agent's reputation on social media. Would you want to be sitting in a sales meeting, learning and growing next to the people on your team? I hope the answer is yes to that. And I want you to be mindful of that.
0: Now, here's where things get a little interesting, right? Because a lot of us decided we wanted to start a business. We wanted to start a team. And of course, if I asked you all today, why are you a team leader? Why did you open a brokerage? A lot of it's going to be to help other people. I want to grow people. I want to mentor people. But I'm gonna challenge you with that thought because if you're really in business to grow people, help people, mentor people, we need to make a decision to decenter ourselves from the conversation and boost everybody else up around us. So I'm gonna give you an example of that. If Jeff's sole mission was only to recruit based on himself and his success, his impact would be one-tenth of what it is today. But instead, he shifted his model and his mission to, no, 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 no. I'm not going to solely recruit to who I am and what my success is. I'm going to recruit to the success I was able to build around me. Now he's got the young teenagers that want to work 80 hours a week. He's got the moms that you know want to work part time. He's got you know the veteran agents who are looking for more systems and support. And so when we think about impact, when we think about who we want to be in business with, we have to actually get comfortable with decentering ourselves. And now again, I witnessed this with Jeff in the last 12, 18 months, we made a decision to change the name of the organization from Jeff Glover and Associates, which was you know, a name that we picked, I don't know, 12, 15 years ago with not a whole lot of thought, but it's stuck for a long time. And we did a lot of marketing around it. And we made a huge, it was a huge financial decision to rebrand it to Glover agency. Right. And so this, and can you talk a little bit about that? I mean, in two oh, seconds before we shift.
1: Yeah, we did that for a couple of reasons because um, number one, the overwhelming or overarching reason why we did it is because we look at all of the reasons why agents leave teams and brokerages today. And one of the ones that stands out, we have social media to thank for this, whether you like it or not, one of the ones that stands out is, I'm not building my brand, I'm building Jeff's brand. I'm not building my identity, I'm building Jeff's identity. That happens in teams and brokerages. If brokerages aren't smart about how to help their agents build their brand, the same thing happens there. You know, I'm, I'm not building my brand, I'm building ABC Realty or this franchise or whatever. And so we made the decision that, how could someone possibly build their brand if our brand was all about me? So we removed my first name from it. So that way now agents have the ability to not only create their own brand, but here, here's where it switched because it went from, oh yeah, you can build your own brand here, which by the way, there's a lot of teams and brokerages out there that take that approach. Yeah, we don't mind that. Yeah, we're good with that. Yeah, we'll, we'll support that. We we'll gave you permission. That. It went from permission to, oh no, we're we're gonna help you build your website. In fact, we're going to create a logo for you. What do you think of this logo? And in fact, you don't mind moving forward, everything we create, can we put your logo on it? We went from permission to we're, we're encouraging, we're enabling, we're making it happen for them. Because why? Because it's one of the big reasons today that agents leave teams and brokerages. So just eliminate that. In fact, several years ago, we, we had an assignment wrote out a whiteboard and all the reason why agents leave teams and brokerages today. And that was one of them. And that was overwhelmingly one of them. And so through the years over the last five years, we've just been slowly methodically adding or subtracting things that we know are going to help recruit and retention. And that was one of them.
0: Fantastic. And so I'm going to shift gears here to actually getting into the hard skills here of developing others and how I want to preface this is by saying there's a variety of challenges that we recognize people uh, experience in growing their brokerage, right? It's it's the split conversation, it's the, it's the value prop conversation. But I'm telling you, when it comes to helping agents solve problems, you know, whether it's in salesperson, a CEO, or one-on-one coaching, the origin of a lot of the problems that team leaders are having, regardless of their models, regardless of their splits, regardless of other brokerage, is they're interacting with other people and their people skills and how they're connecting with the people in the business. And so I'm going to share with you guys the top skills that I believe every single leader needs to get not just good at, but fantastic at in order to reap the benefits that we already spoke about. Okay. So number one, and you guys, this is low hanging fruit and you hear this all the time because this is not just in business. This is in any relationship. The uh, key skills for people development is number one, it's communication. What do you say? Are you communicating? Is there something on your heart, on your mind that you want to say, but you're withholding, right? Are you hoping that somebody gets the hint or are you taking an opportunity to intentionally communicate what's on your mind and come from a place of understanding rather than judgment, okay? So one of the tactical things that I want to make sure each and every one of you are doing starting today is if you're a leader in an organization and you have people that report to you and you have people who you are signing the front of their paycheck and you're paying them you need to have a meeting at minimum once a week with them. We're not discussing the the nitty-gritty of what they're working on. We're discussing their role and their development in the role, okay? We're not discussing what deals they're putting together and who you need to call. We need to discuss, "Hey, how is this onboarding working for you? Hey, how is this CRM working for you? Hey, how is this schedule working for you? What challenges are you having and how can I support you? You are holding space every single week to meet with your people to find out, Hey, you're doing a really good job with these deals, but I want to talk about you in your role right now. What's working really well. What's not working really well. What do you need more from me? What do you need less from me? How can we succeed together in this role better? Okay. You're not talking about the coaching clients. You're not talking about any of that. You're talking about them and that role. It's very important. I want to make sure that if if you haven't talked to uh, your people in a while, get a meeting on the books immediately with them. One of the first questions I ask whenever a leader comes to me and they say, oh gosh, Kate, I'm having an issue with this hire. I don't really know what to do. Things have gone sideways. The first question I always ask is when's the last time you had a meeting with them? oh gosh, it's been a couple of weeks, or oh gosh, I never have, or oh gosh, it's been a month. I promise you this, when you're meeting with your people regularly, the the, the emotional charge of the conversation goes down. Now here's the, the equivalent of that, okay? I always like to give people the example of like shaking up a bottle of pop. And yes, in Michigan, we call it pop. I know you guys call it soda, Coke. There's a variety of things you call it, right? But when you're meeting with people weekly, you're having a chance to kind of like unscrew that top and let some of the pressure off okay and so depending on the charge of your relationship depending on the relationship you can also ask hey is there anything you've been wanting to say but you haven't you feel like I haven't been hearing lately, is there anything that's been going on in your mind that might not fit with this agenda. Now, for those of you who are in my coaching schedule, you know that I always ask that conversation at the end. right? I might say, hey, here's what's on my agenda today. We get through the whole call and then I'll say, hey, is there anything we missed? Is there anything that we need to go deeper into or add to the agenda for next week? It's really important as leaders that we hold space for our people to have these conversations with them because at best, it's a small issue that we're able to squash right there. At worst, it snowballs and then the copier goes out and the Wi-Fi goes out and then they haven't seen Jeff. And now we have this giant snowball of they're just pissed off. Okay. And now you don't know how to unravel that. Okay. So meeting with people regularly is relationship maintenance. Okay. Um, Number two, versatility guys, this is, again, this should be a skill that all of us as real estate agents have. Okay. But it's when we talked about what to say, which is communication, versatility is how you say it. I want to make sure we all understand as leaders, it is not their job to understand you. It is our job to understand them. It is not their job to understand you and get on your page. It is your job to get on their page. I'm not even talking about going 50 50. It is 99 1 get on their page, get down in the weeds with them, find out what they're thinking, what they're feeling, what they need from you, how you can support them. Okay. And so there's a variety of skills we can do with versatility. Of course, you guys. There's a ton of free resources on this. If you go on our YouTube channel, we have your basic uh, DISC, the DISC, you know, the versatility training there. Um, But there's also uh, neuro linguistic programming. There's um, other programs that are out there. And and are we going to be reintroducing something like that again in the future?
1: Yes, I love that conversation. So I'm I'm ready once the is there. So we'll we'll
0: have the conversation on really what's neuro linguistic programming, which talks a lot about framing, tonality, matching, and mirroring. And here's what that looks like, right? So. Um, I'm going to pretend like I'm having a one-on-one with an agent. Agent hasn't really been showing up a lot. They're not hitting their standards. And ultimately, um, you know, they're, they're falling short of the goal. I have a couple things I could do as a high driver. I could be frustrated and say, gosh, I don't know what to do here. Um, you know, Kate, you're not showing up in the office every day. Do you even want to be on the team anymore? Okay, well, we'll shoot, you know, there's a lack of curiosity there that could cause a tough situation. And so ultimately, you know, to frame that, to say, to, to turn to how we say that in a better way, we have to pull in some framing techniques. And what that looks like is this, hey, Kate, you know, I want to check in with you for a second. I've been a little bit concerned. I haven't seen your face. Are you okay? Let's start there. Hey, you know, and and let's you know assume that everything's good. All right, great. You know, I've got something I'd love to share with you that relates to your goals that's concerning me a little bit. Can I share that with you now? Okay, now you're asking permission and you're building a foundation of trust to have a tough conversation. When you don't have a foundation of trust and you haven't regularly been meeting with your people, guess what? You don't have the right to have a tough conversation. You earn the right to have a tough conversation through consistently meeting and consistently building that relationship. And so if you've had tough conversations and they don't go well, my guess is you're not meeting with them and communicating regularly and, or you're not framing the right way. Now there's always the third option and maybe they're not a good fit, but nine times out of 10, there's something we can do to meet people better. Okay. Um, empathy. And again, this goes hand in hand with communication and versatility, but it's how committed are you to understanding others versus, versus them understanding you. So I want you to, I want to challenge you, everybody on your roster right now, and, and you don't have to take the time to write them all out, but this is your homework and this is going to be a test and it's either going to be a good test or it's going to be a scary test. I want you to tell me what their goal is this year. And you might say, Oh, that's easy. Kate's 25 deals. Why is it their goal? What's important to them about that goal? If you can't answer that with your people, get them on your calendar in the next week or less and say, you know what, Jeff, I messed up. I know that we've been driving towards your goal, but I realized I didn't know why that's important to you. Can we talk a little bit about that? Okay. Bring them in, ask them that question immediately. It is our job to know not just what their goal is, but why it's important to them. Because guess what? Now when I'm having a tough conversation with somebody and I'm saying, Kate, Gosh, I haven't seen you in the office in a while. And, and yeah, you might not hit your 25 transaction goal, but more important than that, you're not gonna get to go on that trip this year with you and your family. And, and I'm really concerned. What's that gonna do to your life? What's that gonna do to your unreal life? Now I'm having a different conversation to get people in action that has more to do with them and their life and less to do with me and my goals of getting more transactions out of these people, okay? So make sure you you know everybody's goal, but why it's their goal. And if you don't know their goal, meet with them immediately. Okay, the next skill here we have to have the skill of being able to confront people lovingly Kathy talks about this all the time confrontation is the highest form of caring and yes we're going to be using some framing in there as well, but Kathy's confrontation formula is compliment confront ask questions compliment. Jeff, you've been doing such a great job of showing up every single morning, hitting your expires. You know, I, I noticed that around 10, 30, you seem to lose some steam and you run around the office and you, you, you know, a lot of other people love to chat with you, which is a great skill of yours. And I'm curious, do you think that's the highest and best use of your time right then and there? Or is there maybe another time where you can plug in with the people that doesn't result in a lack of productivity? What do you think, Jeff? Yeah. Oh, well, you know, maybe I could... Great. You're a leader on the team. We look forward to seeing you You know, tweak that a little bit and connecting after hours with them. Mm-hmm. I just told Jeff that he's a pain in the butt and he's a distraction around 1030 every day in a way that empowered him to be excited to take action and, and side table that conversation for after hours. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, a, a, Another skill here is uh, active listening. You guys, when we talk about relationship building and rapport building, and when we talk about Uh, Versatility. If you have no other skills of versatility and connection, except for this one, you'll be in, you'll be in uh, a good shape. And so active listening. Now, listen, I didn't invent active listening. You can pull it up on Google. There's a ton of literature on active listening, but ultimately what this looks like is when you're having a conversation with somebody and I'll role play this briefly with Jeff. You want to repeat back what you heard in different words, ask clarifying questions and ask a deeper question to gain more understanding. So if you're writing this down, it's repeat back what you heard, ask a clarifying question, ask a deeper question to gain more understanding. So I'm going to demonstrate that for a minute right now. So uh, Jeff, yeah. tell me, tell me what, um, you know, what, what was the best thing about your, your course stop in Kalamazoo today?
1: Well, um, we had a lot of agents that, that showed up that already attend our events or are already in a lot of our, a lot of our programs. And oftentimes at our tour stops, we have a lot of new people in the room and we had a lot of new people, but it was cool to see all of the repeat people coming back.
0: Awesome. So what I'm hearing Jeff is that this was probably a much warmer room, a much more familiar and engaging conversation. Is that right?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, this was a lot of time, you know, for a lot of people in the room, their second or third time hearing some of the content, or at least hearing deeper examples on the
0: same content. That's fantastic. And with that, were you able to um, get more people excited to join us in Traverse City in a couple weeks?
1: Uh, Forgive me, I sneeze really loud when I had to mute myself. So I missed the first part of your question. So
0: everybody heard it. I'm asking a deeper and a clarifying question, right? Now, that conversation could have ended with, tell me about Kalamazoo today. And he could have said everything he said. And I said, cool, right? Now, whether I'm demonstrating that I'm listening, I'm connecting, you know, that's, that's, the conversation of the connection ends there, right? So what I'm gonna leave you guys with, because Alana's in the background here telling me that she's gonna pull me off the screen shortly here, is if there's no other skill that you guys can learn what and you're coaching your agents when you're connecting with your agents, connect deeper, repeat back what they said and ask. Deeper questions. Okay, the the more questions, the more curious we can say stay about the people we're in business with. The stronger connection we can make. The stronger connection we can make with the people we're in business with. The more or ROI we get out of that relationship. What you do with that ROI you get to decide as leaders of the organization. So Jeff, is there anything else you want to touch on on the skill of developing people or anything that you want to make sure that I share today before we should? No, I think think the
1: biggest thing is that I see in the brokerage space and the team space is um, people think that because they've accomplished it, they can teach others to do the same. Like it's just a natural thing. Well, because you know, because I'm I'm doing really well with my database, I should be able to teach others how to do really well with your database, with their databases. Well, maybe. Have Have you studied, uh, um, you know what it takes to to find out what motivates people? Have you Have you studied um, what it takes to as as Kate shared? Be in in constant communication and relation and weekly meetings so that way you can, you know what makes them tick so you can revert back to that when you're trying to get them to upload their database in their CRM and they've been putting it off for months and months right it's not just. I've mastered it, so I'm going to go ahead and teach others to master it. There's actually a skill of developing others that can be learned. It it can be taught. And hopefully today you were able to get a, a sampling or at least enough to say, all right, yep, I'm missing an opportunity here. I could do better here. And if this is something that you absolutely want, like a deep dive in, okay, help me exercise this muscle, help me get better at this. Well, then I'm sure you've heard by now. If not, I'll share with you. You have an opportunity to spend 16 weeks with Kathy Schweitzer, who is the same person that taught me how to lead, the same person that hired me as a young 20-year-old kid and said, hey, we're going to take a chance on you and teach you how to recruit, teach you how to train, teach you how to develop, teach you how to host one-on-ones. I mean that, Kate, just a simple skill of holding a great one-on-one, there's a formula for that. There's a one-page document on how to have a one-on-one. A one-on-one isn't just pick a day in time. We'll see you next week. Hey, how's it going? Hey, so you're at the Mets game. How was New York? Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, so what's going on in your business? That's not a one-on-one. That's a conversation. That, that could happen before the one-on-one, fine. But the one-on-one is a series of questions that you follow, a methodical series of questions. So if you want to get better at this skills, we have an opportunity for you. We're going to be spending 16 weeks. You'll have an opportunity to be with Kathy Schweitzer, who you see on your screen. That's the same person that taught me how to lead. You might have to move your little box over there to see everything. Um, But it's from salesperson to CEO. We're starting this right after our retreat. So this is starting like the second or third week in July. And this is everything from recruiting, uh, training protocols, your operations plan your company business plan, your social media, be, how to be a leader uh, on social media, what you need to post on social media, your value proposition, what needs to change about your value proposition. Anyways, this is for the person who's in here that says, I need to be a better leader for my team. I need to be a better leader for my brokerage or for the person who says, and that's why the subtitle is called from salesperson to CEO, the person who says, you know what, it's time. I'm, I'm ready to build a brokerage. I'm ready to build my downline. I'm ready to build my team. And there's a lot of people that we encounter, including there may be a handful of you on this session today, that make the decision to get into leadership with no formal leadership training. I was very fortunate to learn from a lady like Kathy. She took a chance on me at 20 years old. I spent four years of my career early on, my most impressionable years, you know, age 19 to 23, age 19 or, or age 20 to 24. And I was taught all of these things how to run a brokerage, how to have a successful sales meeting. In yesterday's class, we taught what your training calendar should look like, what you should get out of your training calendar, and what you should be putting in your training calendar, what your sales meeting should look like, what you should be adding to the agenda. Anyways, you have all the same opportunity that I had because I was very lucky to be hired by Kathy at such a young age. And not only that, but you get to learn from all of her mistakes. And here's what's cool about Kathy today is just like Kate, Kathy's in our environment. So she's, she's leading the leaders of our company. She's leading the leaders of Glover Agency. She's very involved and on the ground with our team leaders of our brokerages. So it's 45 minute live sessions we cap the attendance. I believe we cap this one at 35 or 40 attendees. And we do that. So everyone has an opportunity to ask questions and, and share examples and dig deeper. It's for 16 weeks straight. And yes, it's only 3 dollars per month. Now, when we originally rolled this out, because of the level of talent, we thought, well, we should probably charge more because it's capped. And I decided because our mission is to impact millions to live their most unreal life. No, I don't want to slow down the mission of impacting millions, because I know if we impact the people that are on this session today, I know if we impact the 35 or 40 or whatever we cap this class at, you're all going to go out and impact 10, 100, 1,000, 10,000. And that's going to selfishly help us get to that mission of impacting millions faster. So thank you for taking us up on that offer. If you want more information, you can text the word CEO to 55444. That'll give you the details on the whole program. It's our hottest program for leadership. And quite honestly, it's really the only way to coach with Kathy today. I believe her schedule for one-on-one is full. So this is the next best thing. And you're gonna be around people that are trying to accomplish the same thing you're accomplishing. Now, if you're not ready for that, And you still want to be in our environment, you want to be around Kate, you want to be coached by one of our coaches, you don't know what program you want to be a part of, but you just know, we're making a big difference in the US and Canada today with clients across both the US and Canada, and you just want to kind of dip your toe in the water and see what we're all about. Well, then I necessarily wouldn't recommend that you sign up for a program right away. Instead, what I'd recommend you do is come to our next event. There happens to be one. 20 days from now, so just under three weeks, taking place in a little resort town called Traverse City, Michigan. We still have, as of today, people buying tickets, booking flights. Uh, the room rate is still available online. You can go to gloveru.com forward slash retreat to check that out. But it's a great space for you and your agents because if, if you're on as a leader, You should be bringing your agents to our stuff because we're going to do the heavy lifting for you. We're going to do a lot of the training and coaching for you. We're going to take a lot of that off your plate. But also as a leader, we have something for leaders every single day. So instead of just sitting in the room and taking notes and going back and training your people, which we love that, stick around for a breakout session where Kate or Kathy or Taylor or one of our leaders are going through all of the leadership stuff, all of the leadership stuff that we're doing to grow our brokerages or to grow our team. So if you have no idea what I'm talking about, because we have people on for the very first time ever. I asked our video crew to put together a 90-second video just sharing what we're going to be doing next month at the Live Unreal Retreat. So if we can get that queued up. And when we come back, I've got a couple quick announcements for you. So don't get it, go anywhere. Give me 90 seconds and we'll be right back. The housing market is crashing. The interest rates are pricing most people.
0: We've seen rapid rate hikes, not just rate hikes, on mortgage rates, they've been rapid rate hikes. Sales dropped 7.7% to the slowest pace since 2010, and that was during the foreclosure crisis. We're gonna close out the year. We're gonna see the mortgage rate surging again. I don't know what kind of shadow that's gonna cast. We're gonna start to head into the spring selling season here pretty soon with a pretty grim picture.
1: It's time to flip the switch. I say enough great things about this event, all of the Glover U events, and of course um, the
0: coaching program, unbelievable.
1: It doesn't matter where you came from, it doesn't matter what your production is, or even how many homes you've sold in the past.
0: I've been to many conferences throughout my 12-year career, and this is one of the best I've ever attended.
1: Not only are they coaching it, but these guys are doing it. This is the place to be to continue your education in real
0: estate and further your business towards success.
1: While our competition is sitting at home, reliving the same day they lived yesterday, we're doing something we've never done because we want something we've never had. It's a challenge and an opportunity. It's the pressure that forces us to grow. We don't fail, we learn. We're on the path to becoming the unstoppable force to which there is no immovable object. We're chasing our unreal life and we're not stopping until we get it. Starting right now, we flip the switch. Hi, it's Ed Mylad and I am so excited. Actually, I'm honored to be a part of the Live Unreal event coming this June and I hope that you will join me there. I can't wait to meet everybody and I'm bringing a message I'm really excited to share with all of you. It's going to be a spectacular experience and I can't wait to share with all of you that join. So we'll see you there soon. Max out. All right, there you have June 19th through the 22nd. Glovery.com forward slash retreat and I'm going to do you one better because in the back of your workbook, you've got a document with a code. It's called Kate 100 We're giving you $100 off the 4.99 dollars price. Most people are like, how do you even make money on these events? We don't. Our mission is to impact millions. We understand that we're going to have to lose money on events if we're going to impact millions. That's fine. As long as we create value, add value, and make an impact and make a difference, then we're doing the right things. And life's full circle. It's always going to come back to us. So in your workbooks there in the back, you'll see the code. It's Kate100 to get hundred bucks off. The four ninety nine price. Now, let me just tell you one thing, and I don't mean to sound salesy, but this is just coincidental. At midnight tonight, the four ninety nine price goes up to five ninety nine. So you'll be you can still get hundred dollars off tomorrow, or or, or or tomorrow, but you're going to be getting hundred dollars off five ninety nine versus four ninety nine. So take advantage of that. Go get your room booked before the block sells out. It always sells out. Go to Glovery.com forward slash retreat if you want to be around these conversations on a regular basis. Come see us next month in the beautiful resort town of Traverse City and book your flights. All right, Kate, anything else
0: you wanna add? Hope to see as many of you there as possible. Looking forward to it.
1: I get pumped up every time that video plays. I'm ready. I know, that was a
0: good one. I like it. Run
1: through a brick wall. All right, (laughs) thanks for joining us. We'll have another great webinar happening Friday. So this week was different because of the holiday. We've got a great one coming up Friday. Go to GloverU.com forward slash webinar to see the rest of our summer webinars. And we'll see you just a couple days, one o'clock Eastern Standard Time this Friday. The whole schedule is online at GloverU.com forward slash webinar. Thanks so much. Go add value
0: to your people,
1: build your brokerage, kick some ass. We'll see you guys.
0: Thank you for taking time to join Jeff and Kate today on the Live Unreal with GloverU podcast. To get started on having an unreal business, take the real estate self-assessment. After you complete the assessment, a member of GloverU will get on a call with you to create an action plan to improve your score go to www.gloveru.com forward slash self. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe. Search for Live Unreal with Glover You on iTunes, Podbean, or Spotify and subscribe today. Until next time.